0: Hey, Brian and Bob back with you. Hour number two is coming up momentarily. But first, a uh, little word about this week's event. The PGA Tour moves down the California coast to Riviera Country Club in L.A., for the Genesis Invitational. Tiger Woods is playing host, even though he's not playing golf this week. And this is one of three tournaments on the PGA Tour schedule with elevated status, along with the Memorial and the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Elevated events each offer a larger purse, $9.3 million. Bob, how about that? And Ooh. a three-year exemption on the PGA Tour for the winner. Correct. Also yep. new in 2021, hundred and fifty. million. FedEx Cup points to the winners. So you get a bonus 50 there. Of course that's going to bring the uh, the big guns out including reigning FedEx Cup champ and world number 1 Dustin Johnson. He has nine top 10s in 13 starts at Riviera including a win in 17 and two runner-up finishes. I mean, talk about a horses for courses there with DJ, huh? Yeah. It's uh it's a it's
1: a fun golf course. It's a golf course that that is set up to be able to work the ball and shape the ball, especially a lot of left-to-right holes, and uh, it kind of plays right into his uh, forte.
0: Obviously, he's playing well. Eight of the top ten in the official world golf rankings are in the field, tied for the most in any non-major during the uh, PGA Tour season. So far, Adam Scott's the defending champion, looking to become the first player to successfully defend at the Genesis since Phil Mickelson did it back in 2009. Tony Finau also returning to action this week. He took a week off last week, as did many of the big names. And uh, the Corn Ferry Tour also returns to action this week in Florida for their first event since October of last year. Other notables, uh, Michael Wan, formerly of the LPGA Tour is the new CEO of the USGA. We'll talk more about that and the considerations. Plus, rumors have it, according to Phil Mickelson's uh, agent, that he may be headed to the broadcast booth. We'll talk about it all. Hour number two is coming up next. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com.
1: 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at CASB.com be realestate.com that's bob at k a s b y realestate.com
0: Never wonder how the Salt Lake Bees baseball field looks so good? The award-winning Bees Grounds crew turned to Mountain Land Supply for their turf irrigation needs. Mountain Land Supply is the exclusive rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? Well, when you need irrigation products for your lawn that you can trust, Mountain Land Supply will not only have what you need, but can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe, parts, and tools. Go to MountainLandSupply.com to find the location nearest you. Tee it up at Uinta Golf and find your right fit. At Uinta Golf, they
4: take customer service to a whole new level. Not only do they fit for clubs, they take pride in servicing customers throughout the entire store. They'll help you find the right shoes, bags, gloves, balls, apparel, and more. You'll find name brand equipment at guaranteed lowest prices every day. So buy it, try it. They know you'll like it because Uinta Golf help you find the right equipment. Visit Uinta Golf and get custom fit today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee.
0: before you buy it beginners are welcome come and learn from the experts at get some guns and ammo open seven days a week
5: the second nine the finishing holes the closing stretch it starts now here's the back nine our number two of real golf radio with the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt, because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good, handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob.
0: Welcome in. Hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us uh, each and every week. Uh proud to uh, present uh, Golf Talk with you here in our 22nd year um, boy we've uh, we've had such a great time and we just sure appreciate you uh, being alongside catch us uh, wherever your favorite uh, listening pleasure whether it's uh, your favorite sports radio station Sirius XM Sirius 217 XM 203 online 967 iHeartRadio iTunes tune in however you like to access us thanks for being with us here on Real Golf Radio we got a great uh, second hour for you Guy Yoakum will join us coming up in about 20 minutes. Hour one, we had Karen Stupples and the caddy. We'll post those to our Twitter feed at real golf, where you can uh, listen to those at your convenience, or I said, any one of those podcaster sites. Um, excited to talk with guy and uh, get his take on uh, some of the things going on in the world of golf, including Michael Juan, uh, formerly the commissioner of the LPGA tour mm-hmm. now recently announced as the incoming CEO of the USGA. And, it's interesting on a couple of levels. One of the things to consider, Bob, is the PGA Tour and the European Tour are starting to have more of an alignment, right? That discussions yeah. happen, and Rory McIlroy. Yeah, yeah, Rory McIlroy, incidentally, was indeed elected as chairman of the Player Advisory Council. So, yes. uh, first time that a non-American, uh, I believe, has been the chairperson. So um, that I believe is strategic in helping with that alignment between Euro and PGA tour mm-hmm. might the RNA and USGA more aligned. I'm not so sure they're out of alignment. They seem to be together on all of these types of decisions, but it is interesting when, you know, you, Michael Wan talks about strategic partnerships. Might that be something that is going to be part of that? But anyway, yeah, a lot of that things could be interesting.
1: Yeah. I agree with you.
0: The, the other side of that, that, that I want to watch is the fact that he has a manufacturing background. was formerly at TaylorMade made. And yeah. Wilson Sporting Goods was he also Wilson and yep. um, and then the LPGA stuff. So when you start talking about things that are that the USJ is in the middle of this distance study, which has turned into a debate that directly affects manufacturing. It so does. how will he work across the aisle? If we borrow a little bit of a political t- terminology there with He's an insider. yeah. So I think that's interesting, and then continue to grow the game as he's been doing on the LPGA tour with the, as commissioner. So r- really, I think a great strategic move by uh, the USGA picking up Michael. One, all right, we'll get into all this next. We got a lot to talk about at the leaderboard and uh, so forth as we continue here. Just getting started, hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at hoops vision.com
6: to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you'd think chrome soft This ball really does change everything.
4: Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability. It multiplies it. Get custom fit from Motori X
0: today. unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it
6: is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway.
0: Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Pleased to have you alongside here on the Back Nine, hour number two, presented by Callaway and the Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X. This ball changes everything. Check it out at callawaygolf.com. And uh, nice to see this event uh, in L.A. this week as we've been talking about Jordan Spieth in the last couple of weeks and the progress that he's made. A Saturday 61, final group at Pebble. A lot of good things, holing out for Eagles, making some long putts, Jordan-type things. And then he comes here to Riviera Bob and opens with a couple of 68s good to see that he continues his great play and I, I believe that the stat from I want to say it was Justin Ray that he threw out there that the last time Jordan Spieth entered the weekend inside the top 10 in three straight events was April of 2015 wow and we remember what happened in 2015 yeah, he 2015 won the Masters was a
1: great year yeah
0: yep. went on to win the, the U.S. Open had a shot at the British and uh and the PGA that year so yep Good opportunity. Yep. That was right when he was in his zone. So what, what do you expect for Jordan this weekend? I mean, at some point in time, you got to be happy with the progress, but he's got to be itching to get that winning feeling and hoisting a trophy.
1: Well, you know, I, I'm looking at Jordan Spieth and what he was able to do in the first two rounds, uh, 50% of his fairways in the first round and, uh, 41% of his fairways in the second round or 42, sorry, almost 43. So, um, you know the the driver continues to be the bugaboo, but this is a golf course where it's kind of difficult to drive it, um, especially for the guys that hit it three hundred yards. He's averaging three thirteen um, this week, so um, you get a lot of um, the shape of the holes. You get a lot of dog legs, and and you have to drive the ball precisely to be able to hit it in the fairway. So you miss a lot of fairways, and he probably missed quite a few with just just being off. But he's hitting lots of greens. He's in the plus category in his putting or strokes game putting. Um, as long as he continues to do what he's doing, um, we're going to continue to see him playing well. Shoot 68-68 in the first two rounds. And uh, I, I'm I'm very optimistic for him. This is a golf course that he says he loves. Um Besides, of course, Augusta or someplace like that, he said this is probably one of the golf courses that he loves the most on the PGA
0: Tour. Well, to play. the story continues to unfold. Jordan Spieth on the comeback, pair of 68s in contention, in position, yep. I should say, uh, for a weekend charge at Riviera. Sam Burns, boy, that guy. Uh, I think Amanda Balionis tweeted it out just nice. What golf course is he playing right now? The 24 year old out <laughs> of LSU is just on fire. He's got one Corn Ferry Tour win. And uh, outside of that, he's, you know, he's, I think he's held the 36 hole lead, maybe one once so this is an interesting position that he's in but uh, wow some incredible play around a very difficult golf course 64 66 for Sam Burns and uh, Max Homa continues to play well also after you know he got a lot of notoriety for breaking down amateur swings and and sort of roasting them for their swings on Twitter and (laughs) and yet he struggled to do much for his own uh, swing for a while, but he seems to be getting his mojo back. We see him back up there. Brooks Kepka yep. also yep. continues to put himself back in there. It's sort of the year of the comeback, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I, I and I like it. Um, I, I want to see those those relevant players that we've seen over the last few years. I want to see him get back in the mix of things. Um, you know, Jordan's been struggling with his, his game, so to speak, and, um, you know, since what? Uh, 2018 was when, you know, he last won, which was the, the open championship. 17, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 17, yeah. Um, yeah, so he hasn't won, um, since then. Uh, Brooks Kepka had, a, you know, a horrible year last year. Didn't make the tour championship, you know, was out a lot of the year because of injury. Um, and it looks like, um, you know, he starts off the year with those, with those three must cuts. And now it looks like he's he's back on track because he won at Phoenix and and here he is playing well again here at uh, at the Genesis. So, um, yeah, I like I like the idea of those guys coming back, Um, want them to be relevant again and because they are great characters for the game of golf right now.
0: Yeah, no doubt. A couple other stories to mention from Genesis. Did you read about Tyler McCumber? Goes bogey free after a, a, a fingernail surgery to yeah. he slammed his finger in the window, trying to open it in the hotel, ends up getting surgery from the on the surgeon on site who happened to be a hand specialist. They numbed his th- finger up. I mean, I don't even want to talk about it. It makes me it, it just makes me shiver. to just just thinking mm-hmm. about the, the fingernail is such a gosh, <laughs> is there more? I mean, it's just such his a tender thing. finger besides. Yeah. So they have to rip the whole thing off. Yeah, they took them.
1: They took the fingernail oh, off. And he yep. goes
0: bogey-free. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the the other story, and I forget uh, his name, uh, last name Lee, I believe, holds out on 16 and wins a Genesis because, of course, it's the Genesis event. Right. And so they give him a, right. a sweet uh, luxury vehicle. Turns out he won the Order of Merit on the Korean Tour, which is sponsored by Genesis. So uh-huh. he picked up a car there and then had also hold one out previously on that tour to win another one. So he won three Genesis vehicles <laughs> in a matter of four months. And uh, he said he gave the first two to his parents and now he's got to figure out what to do with this one. But I love that. I mean, boy, you know what, when you're hot, you're hot, man. You know, when
1: I went over and played over there in Asia, there was, um, Lynn Matisse's brother, uh, Lenny, uh, I played golf with and played a lot of golf with. He made a hole in one on one of the par threes. And, uh, And, you know, they always had over there in Asia, they always had hole in one prizes, whether it was whether it was cash or whether it was cars. And he won a car and he didn't bring it home with him. Of course, he just turned it in, got the cash for it.
0: Well, you have to spend some cash. Bob, you weren't over there rolling in it. You, were, you guys were over there grinding, trying to make oh, a yeah. living, right? So oh, yeah. the, the idea of having a vehicle, I'm sure, is nice. The, the prospect of having to ship it back home and what that might cost oh, probably yeah. would negate any sort of winnings that you got out of that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that makes some sense for sure. But that's a great story. I mean, if you're yep. going to make a hole-in-one... I've always said, why not do it when there's a car on the line? That's exactly right. Or a million dollars or, you know, some other monetary prize. Something like that. Yeah. And the USGA, of course, years ago, changed the hole-in-one rule, that the amateur status rule that, you know, they're saying there's, there's an element of luck involved in making a hole-in-one. So if an amateur wins a big prize for making a hole-in-one, well, you don't lose your amateur status. That's Congratulations, right. you got lucky. It takes skill to hit it closest to the hole. That's it. So that's
1: what that was their differentiation.
0: Yeah. So if you win a closest to the hole contest, you would lose your amateur status with a big yes. prize, <laughs> but yes. not all in one. So as it were. <laughs> all right, we'll take a short break. Uh, thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Coming up next, Guy Yocum. I mean, it is worth. Just stay tuned. You gotta love the storytelling and the wit and wisdom of Guy Yocum. Next here on Real Golf Radio. Before you buy it, beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at hoops
5: Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big.
0: For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. Hit us up on Twitter, at Real Golf, and give us a follow there. You find us on your favorite podcast site, SiriusXM, as well. Time to get out to our next guest. Uh, 37 years at Golf Digest as a senior golf writer and just uh, one of the great storytellers in the game. And good friend of ours, Guy Yoakum, joining us right now. Hey, Guy, how are you, man?
7: Doing good. Shoveled four, four walks today. Shoveled my driveway didn't shovel it, snow snow bloated, And uh did mine and three of my neighbors did their sidewalks and walks, so uh I'm just teeming with self satisfaction and my <laughs> heart is full knowing I served my community and, and the citizens around me. And uh but it's not all good. I, I you know, it, it is a it is kind of a white blanketed uh Vision of hell in some ways here it could be worse. I could be in Dallas, but uh, uh, but I'm ready to talk some some nice green balmy stuff like I saw a little bit on the TV today out of Genesis. So.
0: Oh, I love it. So uh, you, guys, you guys are getting, you know, we're, we're all sort of getting hit with this winter vortex that's, uh, that's come through. But, you know, so after uh, covering and, and writing golf stories, now you're, you're uh, looking forward to some snow so you can fire up the blower and go serve your neighbors, huh?
7: That's right. You know, it's, uh, you feel like you're leading a purpose-driven life. You know, I, I, I wait for the snow to stop. I just pace back and forth there. There's nothing else to do. I mean, it, it's dead of winter, and then you got the COVID thing and all that. So, you know, it's like idle hands are the devil's workshop. I, I just wait for it to stop snowing, and then uh, uh, I'm pacing like a caged cat and wait so I can go out and get on that snowblower. And, uh, I, I, you know,
1: I can just pathetic. imagine watching you pacing, being the fly in the room watching you pacing back and forth. And as soon as the snow stops, man, you charge for the outside.
7: <laughs> it's not pretty. I, I'm like Walter Matthau and grumpy old man. I, I got like the duck hunting hat pulled down over my ears. I, maybe like Charlie Brown Christmas. I'm all bundled up and just pacing, sweating inside my suit, w- waiting to go out and uh, fire up the snowblower. How, how many
0: how many times do you go just test start it? You know while you're waiting, do you pop? You get the garage open and just fire that sucker up a couple times just to make sure it's ready.
7: Oh, I've got it all down. Are you kidding? I changed the oil on it twice this year. I'm always checking the spark plug, uh, You know, looking up the technical manuals, make sure the cables are all right. It's like my it's like my toy. You know, it's like uh, uh, sort of like having it's my little it's my drone. I guess. There you so, go.
0: Two, oh, two, right. two times an oil change in one season. I think most of us go five years without even thinking about changing <laughs> the oil on those things. So well done for you. Uh, that thing is going to be yeah, running not, great.
7: Yeah, it's it's like uh, I'll go up and, and, and check the gas on it twice a day. You know, it'll be sitting out there and uh, think, of, well, I want to make sure it's all gassed up. So I'll go look. you go, yep, it's, it's pretty full. Come back sit inside for two hours and i think i'll go check the gas again yep still full <laughs> and that's without starting it up yet uh, it's I love it. It's awesome. favor, man i'm 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 really ready to think about golf i'm really glad you guys called
0: all right let's let's talk a little golf i, I actually could just listen to you uh tell all the other stuff but uh since we are hosting a golf show we'll we'll uh We'll kick it in that direction a little bit. But uh, one of the the announcements this week, uh, Michael Wan announces the new CEO of the USGA. It's interesting on a couple of fronts, really. You know, his uh, manufacturing background, also, obviously, his time spent as the commissioner of the LPGA Tour, and now heading up the governing body here in this part of the world. Um, What do you suppose with... With the distance um, study going on and the discussions with manufacturers, I think that's interesting. With the continued growth and, uh, I think, accelerated growth of of women's game for what he did with the LPGA Tour, how do you think his role now with the USGA will impact both of those uh, previous areas of his life?
7: Yeah, you can't help but wonder. You know, you you think how will – how will his leadership be different than, than the USGA's, you know, or excuse me, than Mike Davis's was in that CEO role, you know. And the USGA, they've done so many things. They've gone in, uh, you know, a lot of directions. I mean, I mean like the, the, the U.S. 4-ball thing, um, they've, uh, the changes in the rules of golf and, and this ongoing thing, They've uh, you know, realigning the TV deal with the Fox thing. I mean, there's been a lot sort of going on there. I think over the years. So you think, uh, how will Mike Wan really put a different face on it? And uh, one thing I noticed, like in these stories I was I was reading, uh, you know, with the announcement, is he, the the quote from his is from him is you know he's really proud of uh, what he believes is his strength is is strategic alliances. I mean that that expression just kept coming up: strategic alliances. What does that mean? You know, it definitely has uh, a financial, sort of a corporate feel to it, you know, and it makes you wonder what could happen under his watch. You know, it's um, we don't really know of course, but it, it does make you wonder, Does it, could he create a, a panel? You know, he, he, uh, he wants, I think he has, he's striking a conciliatory tone with uh, the distance issue and, uh, the implications with manufacturers and all that, and uh, the the USGA and the, the the manufacturers. It's they've always been viewed, and may even consider themselves as sort of adversaries on that. And uh, Mike Wan is more of a. Jaime Diaz called him a consensus builder. You know, But he's a he's he's a he's a people person. You know, he he governs he governed it. LPGA sort of with the consent of the govern uh, consent of the government. He, 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 he reaches out. He's, he's, he's a people guy. He, he, he wants to impose or impart sort of what the will of his constituents are. We know that much about him and he's real skillful. He's real good on his feet. He's, he was successful before he ever got to the USGA. So what could that mean? It could mean like a panel say, uh, between USGA and the and the manufacturers, where they kind of tackle this in sort of a cooperative f- fashion, that would be good for uh, both of those parties, and, and maybe good for all for all parties for the everyday golfer. Could it mean I don't know? Could he it mean could it mean a more corporate sponsorship behind the USGA and, and its championship? Could there be something more grand, you know, coming that way? The uh, USGA's opening a second headquarters in Pinehurst. Could it mean sort of a kind of a home base for the USGA in terms of a new championship? Or maybe, uh, well, I wouldn't say the US Open would be played there every year, but could it be, I mean, we know the PGA uh, of America, they have this, this new course coming up uh, in Frisco, Texas, you know, where they're going to be. That is going to be used as a site so I, I mean could Pinehurst be used for some on a more regular basis there uh, could it be a different cooperation uh, maybe with the RNA which is uh, uh, the RNA and the USGA they're kind of the joint ruling bodies of the game maybe they'll work close more closely with them or have some kind of uh, joint initiative with it so um, it's it's too early to say I, 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 I uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens with television going forward. And uh, I think that was a little traumatic, the way the, the Fox deal fell apart last year and um, the, the televising of, of other events away from the U.S. Open, you know, that uh, Fox was supposed to do, and, it, and that's not happening now. So uh, who knows? It's just uh, it's hard to say. But I think that, by and large, uh, the early returns is everybody's really enthusiastic about Mike Wan. I mean, he they they've always said how uh, how well he did at the LPGA and how the LPGA grew more tournaments, bigger bigger purses, more money, more playing opportunities for the LPGA. But uh, it wasn't easy. I don't you know he did wave wave a magic wand and and make all that good stuff happen there, and it wasn't. You know, LPGA has got a long way to go. Even now, yeah. I wonder who Mike wants successful be at the LPGA. They, they have blank spots on their schedule and, and all that. So anyway, he left a good impression at the LPGA. And if he comes into the US, uh, USGA uh, with that, with that sort of mojo and that kind of momentum and people who just like him, you know, he's a, he's a likable guy. He's a dynamic person. Um, Maybe uh, could be could be some good things. I think everybody's optimistic and happy to see that he was a guy.
1: You know, it's a, it, I, I love what you j- just had to said, say about him because we've all known Mike Juan. We didn't know where he came from to begin with, you know, what his credentials were and all that kind of thing. I don't, I don't think the players knew who he was to begin with, but he comes in and he over the last 11 years, he's built that tour up after it had dropped to a low of 20 something tour events every year. And um and they love him. They love him now. So that so that's what we know about him. But I I love what you told us about him and strategic partnerships and the things that that he'll do to help boost the USGA. Because because face it, the USGA over the last little bit, they've they've made a lot of changes. Um, they've got all this stuff going on with you know, the word bifurcation comes along with the rules and the, and the players and what they, their rules being different than possibly being different than, um, the, the regular players, um, amateurs and that kind of thing in the game. So this is all good stuff that you've, that you've talked with us about, about Michael Juan. Um, another, another big story this week, uh, is Phil Mickelson. He's kind of laying the groundwork. Uh, he came out and said earlier in the year that, um, on the West Coast, he was going to see how he did on the West Coast and if if he could possibly make the Ryder Cup team. Um, and if he was still relevant in the game and being able to compete and contend on the PGA Tour, then then he would start thinking about the Champions Tour if he wasn't able to do that. But now he's starting to lay the groundwork for getting in the booth. Your thoughts about him being in the booth and uh, being able to, to talk and um, – and portray the game, and and what do you think he's going to be able to do?
7: Well, he'll be great at it. At it. Uh, there's there's no question about that. You know, I, I do uh, – uh, I'm sort of retired from Golf Digest, but I still contribute a little bit. I, I still help uh, – I write, help Jim Nance with his column every month. And so I talk to Jim a lot. And one thing he he mentioned a, a couple of years ago, Phil, it stopped into the booth or something, and Nance came away – and he talked to me like the next day and he said, man, that, that guy is solid. He He's going to be the next great TV star. And, you know, Nance has a good eye for that type of stuff. He 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 thought that Tony Romo would, was going to one day make a great uh, TV analyst um, while he was still playing. So uh, he sort of has, like Nance's blessing, which I sort of trust. And just from what we've seen of Phil, you know, he, it's such a hand-to-glove thing. I mean, he... He kind of has no filter. He, he uh, geez, he just opens a vein, you know, when he's on. He, he, he was always like that as a player, you know. He was always a good interview and uh, just always sort of blabby. He knew he knew how to fill the air. He's got a good sense of people, and he, he knows what's interesting. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily a, afraid of hurt and feelings. I think he might be end up being sort of like Johnny Miller, uh, in, in the sense that, you know, Johnny Miller always said that uh, his expression was, he says, well, I pull the players' pants down, but I leave their underwear on. <laughs> Meaning that, he, you know, that he doesn't, he, he, he can be sort of cutting and critical, but, you know, there was a limit to, to how far that, that would be. And, and players always would be mad at Johnny Miller, but they never really hated him, you know. And I think that Phil... Uh, uh, I think he'll be that same way. I think he'll be a breath of fresh air. I think he'll be really forthright, forthcoming all the time. He can't help himself from being like that. Of course, he has, like, incredible experience, I mean, a career mm-hmm. of, of things. He's got a real sharp eye. He's he's a really observant person, Phyllis. He, he's a good reader of body language. He and he's still in touch with the players. I mean, all these Ryder Cups on the tour, he's got a million friends out there. He's, he's never met someone who wasn't a friend. I mean, so uh, he knows all these young guys. He knows the situation. He's, not, he's just not going to be afraid to call it like he sees it. And there won't be much dead air, you know, when, when Phil's on. It will be uh, – uh, he'll sort of be the star of the show, you know, wh- wherever he goes. I don't so, think
0: there's dead air in it, Phil's life anywhere, Guy. No.
7: Nah, no, he's, he's, he's just one of those people. He's got, uh, he just, he's kind of wired different than a, than a lot of people. He just got a, an unusual DNA that, uh, I don't know. We, you know, we never really thought of him of, of one day being a TV guy, but, but here he is. And, uh, I'll bet it happens. I, I don't, you know, Phil, Phil said that he wanted to play the champions tour. He, he, he you know, he said if he can't compete on the regular tour, uh, uh, that he he said he wouldn't have any compunction, you know. Uh, he would play the the senior tour because he he said I just want to go wherever he could win, right. you know. W is a W in in his mind, so he sounded sort of enthused about doing that. But he's he's been a long time at the fair. I think that I think that the Champions Tour, uh, PGA Tour champions. I, I think that that would bore Phil, to be honest. I just don't think he would. Uh, you know, be stimulated by it. Uh, no fans. Even after fans come back, they, they they don't have the same kind of attendance. He just he just you know, it's just a smaller market, and Phil's not a small market guy. You know, in his own mind, I think he wants to be where the action is, and he wants to have fun. You know, and he likes he likes new challenges. He he. he uh, You know, he just, he, he likes, uh, he likes to, to flow through life. He doesn't let life flow through him. Is that right? Or do I have that back? I I, I think I get what you mean. Yeah. 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 Yeah, He just likes to embrace that stuff. I think he, he, he likes it. He, he likes the attention too, you know? Oh, for sure. So yeah, he likes the public eye. There's never been a player more comfortable in his own skin or, more comfortable in the public eye than Phil Mickelson. So it'll be a match made in heaven, you know, whoever scoops him up, you know. My guess is it's going to be NBC,
0: so he can be out there with his old caddy bones and they'd be throwing it back and forth. I mean, that would just be that would be something else for sure. Hey guy, before we let you go, uh we're we're running a little short on time. Guy Yoakam joining us here. Um Jordan Speeth continues his comeback. To me and Bob and I talked about this, really I think the last 2 years, I mean seeing Jordan get back, seeing Rory win the Masters and complete the career grand slam. I mean, those are a couple of stories that I think are pretty popular in the game and you've seen it. I mean, from the 61 on Saturday at Phoenix to, you know, being in the final group at Pebble last week. It just there's a there's a lot of people hanging on this Jordan Speeth comeback story, huh?
7: Yeah, totally. I mean, it's yeah, he's, he, he's contending again this week. He played good today. Where is he? he's like three under or something. I mean, that's a good number around hard rivet, Riviera, of course. It's set up tough this week uh, so far. But you know, it's just he's right there. You know, it's just it's it's just like uh, everything's clicking with him. Yeah, he's putting like the Jordan Spieth of all. His short game's always been there. Actually, it's sort of his iron place uh, even through the depths of this slump. I. You know, it wasn't it wasn't his wasn't his iron play that was leading the straight. It was all centered on that driver. You know, he just he's never been a great driver of the ball. That you know, it's that part of it. It's it's just amazing. Well, uh, oh, it sort of it amazes me how some of these guys they just never figure it out. It's the most elemental part of golf. I, I mean, hitting the driver. It's it's like kind of like job one in golf. You know, it's the thing that. From the day one, it's hitting the ball long and straight. It's a thing from the time you're a little kid you, you focus on. And so that that challenge is just making that club face, arrive back at the, at the ball uh, square and, 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 you know, um, with a couple of the other in the right direction, right angle. It just it seemed just so simple that, that guys like Jordan, Phil, Mickelson, uh, Tiger, they just seem, just have never been able to grasp that one part of it or, or become really great at it. And if, if Jordan, I mean, he's just a mess with that driver. I don't know how he drove it today. I didn't see him today. But his stats just aren't good. And if you just know with, with all of his, the other components of his game being there, that if he can kind of semi-figure that out, if he can just get back to where he's serviceable in terms of, of, of accuracy, I mean, watch out! I mean, he's going to be right back in the middle of that conversation with with uh, DJ, and Kepka, and Rory, and, and the rest of the bunch.
0: Well, Guy, thanks so much for taking some time with us. We appreciate it. I know you're uh, cabin fevered up there in the in the dead of winter. Um, you know, you got the snowblower, now we got a little golf talk. You know, you got the fire going. I, I mean, this is this is good. This could be a thing. You know, I mean, fireside post snowblowing chats
7: with Guy Yocum. That's right. You know, I'm going to find a way to put some headlights on this this little snowblower, and I'm just I'm just going to never stop. I'll do it all day and all night, and uh, probably do it for free just for something to do. I
0: just wish you were yeah. my neighbor. You could take care of it, man. That's that's uh, you're a great neighbor to have in the oh. middle of the winter for sure.
7: Well, on the other hand, if you're my neighbor, I'm going to start charging. Okay.
0: okay right. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Hey, guy, enjoy the weekend, uh, you know, watching uh, the uh, better weather there in Los Angeles. But uh, it's great to catch up with you. We wish you all the best, and uh, we'll chat with you soon, huh?
7: Same to you guys. You got it. Can't wait. Thanks, ha- have a good weekend.
0: Guy Yoakum. Uh, a former longtime senior golf writer with golf digest. And as he said, he's still doing a little work out there. Just one of the great storytellers, great guy. Uh, I look like to just chat with, with guy all day long. So we appreciate him spending some time. We'll take a short break. Show continues next.
4: Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today.
6: I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy.
3: Thank you for supporting the Folds
5: of Honor.
6: Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher.
5: Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school.
6: We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom join the folds of honor squadron today your 13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away this is your call to duty
5: thank you thank you thank you for supporting the folds
3: of honor thanks to people like you i know my dad is not forgotten
0: Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an out Outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at BlackDesertResort.com. BlackDesertResort.com. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available now. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before.
6: To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D x-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything.
5: You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All
0: right, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much to Guy Yocum for joining us. This segment is brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new Epic Driver family, which uh, brought home more stars than any other driver. Uh, we're talking about full gold here: five stars for performance, five stars for innovation. Five stars for demand. Check it out. Uh, Second to none, the new epic family of drivers from Callaway Golf. Um, Guy Yoakum is a gem. I mean, the guy really is a golf treasure in my book. Uh, Loved him sharing some stories and being a little humorous there. Um, Really, really good stuff. So thanks uh, to Guy. If you're just joining us and you missed that, Of course, you can always find us on Twitter, at Real Golf. We'll post all of our segments there, plus your favorite podcast sites are uh, to be found. Uh, You'll find us there by searching Golf Radio or Real Golf Radio. Bob, this week, how about that? Already wrapping up the West Coast swing. Typically, WGC Mexico would be part of that, but we're going to lump that in with the Florida swing because it is being played in Florida with the change due to COVID next week. So we've got WGC coming up next week as well as Puerto Rico. Correct the so-called opposite field event. And mm-hmm. uh, as the caddy talked about, it's being, the WGC is being played at concession or concussion, as the <laughs> members like to call it. Apparently a tough yeah. tough test.
1: Yeah, um, supposed to be an extremely tough test. And as caddy said, the greens, are, the greens are difficult. And Bryson DeChambeau won the NCAA championship there. So it's going to be interesting to keep that WGC event, now move it in to, the, to Florida away from Mexico, but uh, as you said, we've got a tournament in Puerto Rico as well, an opposite field event, but um, it's, yeah, it's pretty hard to believe. This is the last week on, on the West Coast. We've had seven weeks between Hawaii and the West Coast swing, and on we're going to uh, Florida and getting closer to the Masters.
0: Oh, I love the countdown to Augusta. There's no doubt about it. Uh, let's talk about that Florida swing. So, as I mentioned, WGC next week, and then?
1: We've had the Arna
0: Palmer invitation. On the Bay Hill, yeah at Bay Hill uh Caddy
1: was mentioning that his uh one of the guys that works for him in doing the yardage books said it's probably in the best shape of any golf course he's ever seen in his life.
0: That well at least since Shadow Creek uh which yep. is saying something you know Shadow yep. Creek hardly gets any play so the fact that Bay Hill is in that type of condition is is really encouraging. So we'll see, right? I mean uh we'll yep. see if maybe maybe Tiger's there. Uh you you just never know uh what's going to take place with with him. Uh, and Bay Hill, but uh, certainly he's had success there. Following Bay Hill is the Players' Championship.
1: Remember last year, uh, that was when COVID-19 started and the PGA Tour canceled uh, events, so... Hard to believe it's been a year already. Yeah, it's crazy. The Players' Championship, it was canceled after one round last year, I think, and we're going to see that again, TPC at Sawgrass, and that will be fun to watch. That will be followed by the Honda Classic at PGA National and Palm Beach Gardens, then we have another WGC event, which is the World Golf Championships Match Play, which is at Austin Country Club in Austin, Texas, the Punta Cana Resort and Championship during that same time, which is an opposite field event. Valero, Texas Open is the week before the Masters, and then uh, April 8th through 11th will be Augusta National and the Masters.
0: All right, this countdown is on. That should be good stuff. Let's go back and look. You mentioned the seven weeks. Uh, there in in Hawaii uh, and then in through the west coast it's it's been a good group of of winners certainly uh, some young guys uh, have have definitely stepped up and and played well and some thrilling tournaments some thrilling finishes
1: yeah you know the century tournament of champions normally is for all the winners uh, from the previous year but this last year it included the 25 that if you weren't already exempt, uh, the 25 from the Tour Championship. Harris English was the one who ended up winning the golf tournament, and he won by two shots, if I remember correctly. Yeah, good to see him get back in, in there. They're at the Plantation Course in Kapalua. Yeah,
0: and then uh, Sony Open, Kevin Na uh, was victorious, uh, followed by uh, the American Express, Siwoo Kim stepped up big time in that final round and takes home $1.2 million there in the desert. Of course, uh, a lot of discussion around Tony Finau, who was right there in that final group with yep. an opportunity. And Patrick Cantlay dropped a little, what, 61, 62 in that final round? Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and you know, nearly got it done. But Siwoo, uh, some some great playing. And then the Farmers Insurance Open and the controversy tale of Patrick filled. Reed. <laughs> Patrick Reed, controversy-filled from Saturday
1: on the tenth hole, he he took a he took a drop, and the PGA Tour absolved him and cleared him of everything. But uh, uh, he got hit pretty hard because he is always going to be under microscope with everything that he's done. He's he's built his reputation. But Patrick Reed ended up winning that golf golf tournament at Torrey Pines South, the Farmers Insurance Open, which will be the site of this year's U.S. Open um there at Torrey Pines
0: interesting to, to note there for sure and then on to uh, Phoenix and the waste management uh Jordan Spieth really the star but at the end of the day it was Brooks Kepka and a Sunday 65 that uh put him back in the winner's circle and he's called it one of the best wins that he has had on tour felt really good and again he got his first win I believe uh tour win there at Phoenix so um pretty cool to see Brooks and the way he played and let's not forget, Brooks Kepka had missed three straight cuts going into
1: that event before uh, winning the Waste Management Phoenix Open. And Jordan Spieth really kind of put himself back on the map with that 61 in Saturday's round at Phoenix, and yet he still wasn't he wasn't able to uh, convert that into a victory there.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. But he's getting closer, and like I said, he's yes, a little he more is. comfortable. And then wouldn't you know it? The very next week there at Pebble Beach, there were no AMs, no celebrities, no fans, and yet they still played two golf courses, uh, Spyglass and Pebble Beach, and it was uh, Daniel Berger with the exclamation. I mean, this is a guy, let's not forget Bob, he aced a couple into the ocean and made mm-hmm. a big number on Saturday, comes back, goes for the green again, makes Eagle, seals the deal, stops any chance of Jordan Spieth going Birdie Eagle on 17-18 to catch him.
1: Well, and the other thing he did and was able to do is Daniel Berger made three eagles during the four rounds there in those events, in that event uh, on those courses, Um, whereas Jordan Spieth in the last two rounds made three bogeys on par fives, and uh, that that was a huge thing.
0: That was kind of the, the the story as well, all right? And then finishing up with Genesis Invitational, Adam Scott looking to be the first to defend since Phil Mickelson back in 2009. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll wrap up the show next. Thanks for being with us. Florida Swing, here we come next week. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hey, guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home, well... Take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, Bandana's Grill, Roost Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today.
1: 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby. Realestate.com. That's Bob at K A S B Y realestate.com. controllers pipe and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses shop where the pros shop go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you
5: you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob
0: all right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Again, thanks to everybody who joined us today. Karen Stupples, America's favorite caddy in hour number one. And then, of course, you just heard a few minutes ago from the great guy, Yoakum. Uh, really appreciate Dave Glouster, our producer, of course. Big weekend. Jordan Spieth continues his comeback. Bob Parr 68s, heading into the mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, continues to be the guy that I'm watching, the story that I'm tuning in for. That's what I mean. I am too. I mean,
1: for the last couple of weeks, I've said that I'm going to, I'm going to be watching on the weekend because I want to see
0: how Jordan Spieth is
1: going to play and I want to see him win again. So,
0: and he seems to be in form and in position to do that for the third consecutive week. Michael Wan, congratulations. The new CEO of the USGA. I think this was a big announcement. I think it's great for the USGA and I'm excited to see what it means for the game of golf. I agree with you 100%. You know, he's done
1: so well with the LPGA tour. Uh, The women over there have loved him, and I think it was a great pickup for the USGA. I've got one for you. Did you hear about DJ's secret weapon? Mm,
0: Yeah. How about that? Surprising.
1: Seven Wood. wood. Yeah. I mean, a guy hits a 255. (laughs)
0: I'm going to try a seven wood. It could be good for my game, man. Whatever <laughs> I bet works won't for you. Get it. it that far? I, no, no, no. I won't. Uh, <laughs> Phil Mickelson possibly headed to the booth as well. We talked about all those yep. stories. Uh, if you missed it, tune in on Twitter at Real Golf is where you can find us. That'll do it for us. For Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Enjoy the weekend. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening
5: to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our
7: website at RealGolfRadio.com. It's been real.